Well, hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. You are listening to episode number 248. I had a good time recording this. I sat down with Caleb Williams. He is the frontman, guitar player, singer for a new band in the Prescott area. All She Wrote. You can find them. All She Wrote Music on Facebook. There are links to uh, their Spotify listing, some great videos on there, including what you heard on the intro, which was American Wolves, their newest single and uh, video. Uh, And then I'm not sure what we're going to put on the outro, but it'll be another All She Wrote tune with featuring Caleb and the rest of the band. A good mix of uh, some some blues and, and, and rock and Americana and a, a basically all original stuff. So it's some great music. You're going to find out about Caleb and all she wrote during this, uh, during this podcast. Brand new to the area. They've got shows uh, this weekend, depending on when you're, when you're listening to this, uh, January 29th at the Whiskey River Tavern in the afternoon. April 7th at the Elks Theater in the Crystal Ballroom. That's Friday, April 7th. March 3rd at the Attic and uh, and uh, other shows coming up. So take a listen. We hope you enjoy that. Also joining us today uh, was Patrick Bowler, owner, operator, top dog at Bully Dog Coffee Company. He is the sponsor of this and all of our shows, Bully Dog Coffee Company. <laughs> That's what I'm drinking right now. Uh, great, uh, great coffee for a great cause. They uh, take a good chunk of their proceeds and give them to Pitbull and other canine relief and rescue efforts. Uh, BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com. You can order and have coffee shipped directly to you, all roasted right here in the Prescott area, actually in Chino Valley. I can almost see his house from where I am recording this. Uh, Patrick Bowler, Bully Dog Coffee Company, a proud sponsor of the Mile High Show, and we are proud to have that partnership. They are also available at the Peavine in Chino Valley, a gift store off of uh, off the highway in Chino Valley. Um, we recorded at The Attic in Prescott. The Attic Prescott is their Facebook page. Live music every weekend, uh, lots of good stuff going on, including... And every Monday, or excuse me, every Wednesday, open mic. Every Wednesday, about 7 o'clock, music, poetry, comedy, whatever you want to do at the attic. They got, we talk about some other, uh, some other events they have coming up. Uh, Shaw Squared, uh, of course, uh, All She Wrote, Wheelhouse, lots of, lots of great music and activities at the attic, the attic Prescott on Facebook. Um, that's it. Uh, listen to the show. Enjoy it. Caleb and Patrick at the attic. Oh, and do me a favor. Use that Amazon link at milehighshow.com. That allows me a little income through Amazon. Doesn't cost you anything. You log into your Amazon account exactly like you normally do, but you do so through the Amazon link at milehighshow.com. And it lets Amazon know you got there through us and doesn't cost you anything extra. So just take that milehighshow.com Amazon link. Use that as your Amazon shortcut. Every time you buy something from Amazon and Amazon gives us a little piece of the action and allows me 
to go around, drive around, and record these shows, buy my guests food and drink, uh, like we did last night. Right after we recorded at the attic, we walked downstairs and went to the Whiskey River Tavern and had one of the best burgers, the blue burger, blue cheese and bacon, one of the best burgers I ever had. Fantastic food, great music. Uh, every Wednesday, Xander Rodriguez is there with his band. Uh, and, of course, all she wrote this Sunday at the Whiskey River Tavern. So enjoy enjoy the show. Keep listening. Lots of great stuff coming up. Oh, March 17th at the Elks Theater. Friday, March 17th, Road One South has a show. Um. It's going to be more than just music. Let's just say that. More than the regular, uh, fantastic Road One South shows that you're used to seeing, one of the best blues bands in the area, and other stuff. Let's just leave it at that. March 17th, the Elks Theater, uh, Crystal Ballroom, Road One South, and stuff. March 17th. You got to buy tickets to find out what the stuff is. All right. Sit back, Caleb Williams, Patrick Bowler, and myself at the attic. Caleb, first off, introduce yourself, and then we'll get the commercials out of the way. Good. Introduce yourself, the rest of the band who aren't with us, and uh, where they can find you and your music and whatever upcoming dates you got. Uh, my name is Caleb, Caleb Williams. I'm from the band All She Wrote. I'm the front man, singer, guitar player, and uh, we're a Prescott band. We're an Arizona band, and um, we have a gig coming up this Sunday at Whiskey Row. So we're, where we're recording right now is upstairs in the Attic Blood Collect... What is it? Blood Money Collective. It sounds way more sinister than it is. <laughs> sounds hardcore. It's I, well, First time I came in here, honestly, I thought it was a, a Batman-themed uh, bar because they got the big bat on the mm-hmm. wall back there. Now, for listeners who know this area and know the history of Whiskey Row, Coyote Joe's, Annie's Attic. That's what this was. Downstairs was Coyote Joe's. This was Annie's Attic. Notorious for great live music and entertainment. When they closed up several years ago, it's transferred through various hands. It was brick and bones. It was far from Folsom. Now, and for the past few years, the attic upstairs and now Whiskey River Tavern downstairs. Whiskey River is setting the tone for live music recently. They just recently started, and you're there this Sunday. So this will be out tomorrow. We're recording on Wednesday. So the 29th of January? Yep. And then you've got um, up here at the attic. Yeah. March 3rd. I've been busy since the last time we talked. Nice. I've been hustling hard, man. Finally got some good shows booked. We're playing here March 3rd at the attic. And um, I booked the Grand Highland Hotel. We're playing out there in their courtyard. That's uh, March 18th. I think that's the day after St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah. And and then we're playing the the Crystal Hall at Elks Theater the on Crystal April 7th. Ballroom. Now, have you been up there to check it out? No, I haven't gone yet. Cool spot. It's a very cool spot. Uh, intimate. Most folks here are familiar with the Elks Theater, the the main theater. Right. Uh, seats right around five hundred, four ninety something. That Elks for uh, what what's what's the, you know this Patrick the cabaret scene. That's like the tables and stuff, right? Isn't that what that's called? I think. Yeah. Yeah, rather than the, the auditorium seating. I think it maxes like at 90 mm-hmm. and with a good dance floor, too. So that's a, 
that is a very intimate but tight room for uh, for some good music at the Crystal Ballroom. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And that's uh, April 7th? Yes. Good deal. Now, so we got, you know, where can they find you not live? Where, where can, what's the best place? Website, uh, yeah, YouTube, what do you got? Yeah, check us out on Facebook. All she wrote, and uh, we have our new video on YouTube, and it was just released on Spotify, all the streaming Beautiful. services, but it's called American Wolves. Yeah. It's our new single, and it's actually on the radio tonight, KVNA. It's like a local, the Very nice. is what they call it, local yeah. uh, artist show. Very cool. Very cool. We're going to get into some of the genesis of the band, how you guys came about, what's, uh, you know, the standard the standard interview podcast questions, who's your inspiration, is it? but we also want to find out some other stuff about you, so we'll cool. get back to you, Caleb. Excellent. We're going to switch gears. This guy's no stranger to the mics for the Mile High Show. You've been on a couple of times. A couple of times. And, uh, and you are also our A number one sponsor. The top dog himself, Patrick, tell everybody who you are, what you do, why you're here, what you're drinking, and uh, why you're in the biz you're in. Uh, well, my name is Patrick Bowler. I am the uh, founder, owner, top dog of Bully Dog Coffee Company. We're a, uh, we're a cottage business, um, which I there's quite a few of those I've come across out here. It's a yeah. really big thing. Um, um, we're, uh, we sell fresh roasted coffee. Um, everything is roasted in a small batch. We don't keep a lot of coffee on hand um, because we're all about the fresh uh, roasted coffee. Um, the main inspiration behind this was um, actually goes back to 2011, 2011 when I did this. <clears throat> I was really big into uh, Pitbull Rescue, and I had um, my two dogs, and I had three foster dogs that I wanted to... Um, we needed to raise some funds for um, spay and neuter, vet, vet bills and yeah. food and so on. And um, I found that um, I was actually working in, at a coffee roastery at the time, so it made it really convenient for me to do it this way. Um, that people were more willing to, I, I guess, uh, donate to a cause if they were getting something in return. Yeah. Instead of just throwing down $10, $15, $20 from donation. And uh, so I started selling coffee. And uh, we did pretty good. We were able to raise some money that way. Um, long story short, here we are, uh, reopened in 2021, right after the, uh, the pandemic hit. What a way to start yeah. a new business. Well, right? it, it, it was a good time for you to de de it was. dedicate some it energy because yeah. things were locked down. And, and um, we, we, we got into it and I invested. Uh, we, you know, we got the, 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 the pandemic check. There and I put, yeah. every, I put everything in that, and I basically cleaned up my bank account just <laughs> to get this thing started. Um, and two years later, we're, we're still here with the same mission. Um, we're, we're getting ready to start a kick, Kickstarter campaign to get our own roaster, so we can start roasting our own coffee, um, sourcing our, our own green coffee. So, which means uh, fresher coffee cool to our supporters and uh, at a better price nice and you help the dogs and uh, we, we what what's your tagline it's on your website big big bold flavors uh, for our big bold you, hearts uh, bold flavors <laughs> for bold, big bold flavors for big bold hearts yeah and um that's kind of where we're at that's that's our mission so a, a good portion of your proceeds go to various uh, pit bull, but also other animal oh, rescue yes. Yes. things. So it's not just uh, getting great coffee. It's a it's an opportunity for you to mm. 
to to get some great coffee at the same time going to a good cause. So that's that's really good. You've got some nice merch. We're doing some partnerships. We'll have it in the show notes. But we were talking about some things where you know you're giving us a rate and a review, and you'll get some coffee and a mug and things like that. So uh, look for some stuff on that from Bully Dog Coffee Company because he's getting ready. Or did you already launch it? The Kickstarter. We're getting ready. We're getting ready. Getting ready to do a Kickstarter to get a new roaster and get some other things going and branch out a little bit. You're also available now, as of this week, at the Peavine in Chino yes. Valley. We'll put a link there. Cool. The Peavine, it's a cool little spot, Caleb, if you're not familiar with, with uh, Chino Valley. Oh, I live there. Up in, do you live in Chino? Oh, yeah. we could have done this at my place. <laughs> what, what did we come to Prescott for? No, we came to here because we could be at the attic, because the attic's a cool place to hang out. But... Um, up and Smoke Barbecue, friend of the show. We've recorded there before behind the Chase Bank. There's another building behind them. And uh, the folks that run it, the Peavine, mm-hmm. obviously in relation to the Peavine Trail, which is a great hiking area out here. But the Peavine store is a collective. I've heard of it. B. Coons, Beatrice Coons. Yeah. Great, great folks that run it. And what it is is she has her crafts and homemade goods and things and candles and soaps and things. But then she leases space out to other artists in the area to sell their craftings, paintings, uh, decorative, all just a ton of stuff. She's got a lot of cool stuff in there. And she's now carrying some Bully Dog coffee for sale there. Nice. So uh, a good chunk of your business, Patrick, is folks ordering and then you shipping out. This is a way you could walk in, pick up a pound or two or three or four. Yeah. And uh, and then of course uh, B gets a little taste of that. You get some. The pit bulls get some. So it's a good way to support a local business owner like Patrick, I'm in. a local entrepreneur with with B Coons and the Peavine, and of course take care of the animals. So we got all the commercials out of the way. Yay! One more commercial. We are at the attic, as I mentioned. Now, uh, I'm an idiot. I had this up a minute ago, and now I'm. No, nobody's nobody's as surprised uh, about me being an idiot. That's kind of a given for anyone. This coffee that is really great. You like it? What, yeah, what, what blend is it? For this sure. is Buddy's Roast. Buddy's Roast. Okay. It's a dark. Uh, it's a, a French roasted Colombian. Good deal. Get that in nice and close to you, Patrick. French roasted Colombian, French roast, Buddy's French roast. roasted Colombian, Buddy's roast. Cool. Nice. So we are at the attic again. Like we said, this is the old Annie's attic, but it's been the attic for now a few years. They're they're going very well. It's a, it's an interesting place because over Caleb's shoulder, for you listeners and here, I'll I'll point the microphone. So you can, did, you, did you see that? On the stage next to the drum set is a young lady getting a tattoo. This is a bar, a nightclub, craft cocktails, hangout place, and a tattoo parlor all in one. So, Patrick, you need to get some ink on the way out. I, I can wait for you. I think that's where the sinister name came from. It has no. to do with the tattoo parlor. Yeah, maybe. the blood money. They've got their their uh, tattoo shop is over on Miller Valley, and then they took right. over this from the former owners. But it's it's a, this is... One of my favorite places the vibe's awesome. to come and watch music or to perform, because I do some stand-up and we do it here. Cool. And this room for years, under different names, has been the best room to do comedy in. Yeah. Because how intimate, how tight it is, the low ceiling. It's just a cool little spot. And I, I have spent time in my former life at bars that 
had lots of needles in them, but it was a whole different. It was a whole different scene. Tenderloin in San Francisco. Yeah, they were shooting up. They were shooting up in the back. This is a different thing. These are clean needles, and they're just leaving ink. Um, But they do a couple things. Let me give you the commercials for the attic. Now they are the attic Prescott on Facebook is like the best place to reach them. That's where they got their phone number, their their email link, and everything. Shaw, uh, Shaw Squared will be performing. Well, tonight, if you're listening to this on Friday, January 27th, Wheelhouse, local favorite, uh, old-time rock and blues and some country mixed in. They'll be here January 28th on Saturday. Pig Iron, not familiar with Pig Iron. Check them out. They're playing here. they got to be good. February 3rd, and then Dennis Herrera, great blues musician. He'll be here on February 4th. And then the Poetry Slam they've got on Wednesdays. The next one is the 8th of February, but it's every other, I believe, or maybe it's once a month. And Moms and Mimosas. (laughs) Not sure what that is, but I'm coming to check it out. Um, February 12th and 23rd. Now, one of the great things about The Attic, and then we're going to, I promise you, Caleb, we're going to get to your music. No. One of the great things about this area, especially here on Whiskey Row, there's tons of live music there's tons of music open mics in the past there were a couple of options for people other than musicians to come and perform on an open mic the raven used to do one a couple other places here is the only one left every wednesday it's a free-for-all open mic music poetry comedy storytelling anything you want nice and so every wednesday and it starts at seven o'clock and then on the poetry slam wednesdays which are twice a month it's the Poetry Slam at 7, and then the, uh, the open mic kicks in about 8, 8.30. So tonight will be the open mic. So I might get up there and tell a few things in preparation for my show on Saturday, January 28th. This, this week, uh, it, I'll be helping out uh, J.C. Anderson and the Jester Comedy. We'll be doing a show at the Crystal Ballroom Saturday night gotcha. uh, with Bruce Jingles. I'll be hosting that. And then in February on the 25th, Ron Morey, I'll be featuring for him there. But we do a monthly comedy show at the Crystal Ballroom every month. National touring headliners. Bruce Jingles just uh, recorded his first special. It's a Showtime special. It's not out yet. He just recorded it a couple months ago. And uh, for, for us to get him at Prescott is a, is a good, good coup. But if you are looking for a way to express yourself in story form, joke form, or music form, the Prescott, uh, the Attic in Prescott, every Wednesday, open mic, pretty much anything goes. It's really cool. Love All it. right, commercials out of the way. Caleb, all she wrote, genesis of that name, where did that come from? Um, well, I came up with it years ago when, when I was living in Texas. I, I had a, <laughs> I was actually, this is horrible, I was a karaoke jockey for several yeah. years. Um, but <laughs> I had to drive home late night every night, and I was like obsessed with this Hank Williams song called um, "Dear John," and then there was a Bruce Springsteen song called "The River," and oh, yeah. I was obsessed with these songs for a long time. But they both mention that phrase. All she wrote in the river, just, like the best driving song ever. It is. It is. It's. It's like I like depressing tunes like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I was like, that is just a cold-ass line. Yeah. And it just stuck in my head. And I, we had some stupid name at the time. And I just 
mentioned it to the guys the next day, and they're like, yes, we're going with that. That's our name from, from now on. Nice. Very nice. Now, how long have you guys, again, who, you, you mentioned the band. Who, who else is in the band? Let's do it one more time. And then how did you guys hook up? How did you guys, and how long ago? When did you guys start playing together? Well, this is, um, we've only been playing for four months, maybe. Man, you're hitting the ground running. You got shows lined up. <laughs> Yep. Well, I've only lived in this area for about seven months. Um, I've lived in Austin, Texas for the last 20 years. Oh, wow. And um, I just, I wanted to get out of there. I needed a cool place to live. Yeah. So I came here and I just sort of put an ad out on Craigslist, I think, looking for people to jam with. Nice. I joined, I sort of joined a band, but it didn't really work out. They were. There's a lot of that. There, there's a, and that's a good thing about this area. There's guys that play in four different bands. There's, yeah. you know, you, you'll, any incarnation might have a new lineup every once in a while because it's a great way for people to get together and just play music. Yep. And it was cool. They were really great guys. It just didn't work out yeah. with scheduling wise. And so I sort of started over with my original plan and I just met the right guys. Nice. Um, they're, uh, Local, they're not from Prescott, but Dan is from uh, Flagstaff. Yeah, and originally my drummer Dave is from the Phoenix area. Nice, and we all just kind of ended up here. We're all kind of new to this particular area. So, did you have roots in this area before, or how did you throw a dart at a map? What, what, <laughs> how'd that happen? Well, my girlfriend and I came out to this area. I I really like this area, and I like Southern Utah. Yeah. And she was sort of obsessed with Sedona. Gotcha. And so we just kind of were looking around for something. Th- this is what's called affordable Sedona, I think, is what Prescott <laughs> yeah. is. Well, I don't... Sedona's really beautiful, but it's way too crowded. Yeah. I, my idea was to leave Austin because it was too crowded. Now, what had taken you to Austin? Well, I'm from Texas originally, yeah. and uh, I just moved there because back then, it was an awesome music scene. Yeah. You know? But it's... Now it's just is that crazy. South, it's South by Southwest? Is that Austin? Yeah. Yep. ACL and South by Southwest. Now there's a record label. I think they're based out of Austin. That they do music, obviously, but they also do a lot of comedy stuff. With a buddy of mine, the Altercation Comedy Festival. JT Habersat is every, he does it annually in Austin. It's a pretty big festival. Yeah. They I, I, I want to say September is when Altercation is. Hmm. But yeah, we're trying to get we're trying to get JT. Here at the Elks, he's touring with Eddie Pepitone the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, I know who that is. And J- JT is a buddy of mine, and I really, really, he used to be a music writer. He write, wrote for different magazines and did li- a lot of liner notes and stuff. He's got a couple of books out, but uh, comedy is his focus the last number of years. And uh, it, I'm trying to get him out here. We traded some messages with him recently about getting him, getting him up to Prescott. Yeah, man. It's, but, it's beautiful here. The weather is perfect. And uh, I needed to move somewhere quiet, yeah, and peaceful, just with great scenery, peace of mind. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, just for my health and uh, you know for my brain, for my mind. And you settled in the metropolis of Chino. Yeah, I, yeah. I was looking for a small town, quiet place to live. You yeah, know? and uh, I love it. Nice. Yeah, I, I, we were talking pre, pre push and record. Both Patrick and I have roots in the San Francisco Bay Area. I was in the East Bay in a very small town uh, between Oakland and San Jose. So small it did not make it on the evening news weather map. They skipped right over us. Mm -hmm. And that small town was 150,000 people. I moved from there 
to Paulden in 2004. Oh, wow. 3,900. Yeah. Now I'm in the big city of Chino, 13,000. Yeah. But we live, we live on the west side, west of Reed, if any of you listeners know it. So we're technically in the county, but with a Chino address, I, I can throw a rock and hit Patrick's house. Cool. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm at a dead end on an acre, and it's like the best thing ever for Can a city see, boy like me. Walk outside and see Granite Mountain. I do, yeah, right out my back door. We sit, uh, we sit up on a little, little bit of a dead end, but on a little hill. So mm-hmm. I've got a nice little view of the San Francisco Peaks. I used to have a great shot of, uh, of Mingus until very good friends of mine, they're the house in between you and I, Patrick, the Pritchett's, they, they, they put their house right outside my uh, patio. But I've got another patio that I got a straight shot of granite. So it's, yeah. a, it's a it's cool little spot. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that mountain. I don't know. For me, and I don't, I've never been to Austin, but for me, coming from that metro area in the Bay Area, to walk out of my home and not drive to the Central Valley or something, but to walk outside of my front room, turn off the porch light, and just see that Milky Way streak across. Oh, yeah. oh it's beautiful. Yeah, I drove up um, the mountains. You know, like if you're going from here down to Phoenix, yeah, that huge mountain that you have to yeah. drive down. I drove up uh, middle of the night recently, and I had to get out to pee, you know, out in the yeah. middle of nowhere, and the, I couldn't believe how the stars yeah. looked. It was amazing. Just, it blew me away. I, the only place I'd ever seen stars like that was out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, you know? yeah, and here we could see it out our out our yeah. doors. Yeah, it's but great. I think to be on top of that mountain, I felt so much closer. It's, yeah, they yeah. were so much brighter. It's beautiful, beautiful area that we're 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 blessed to live in. Now, a little bit about the music. Uh, how would you guys classify yourself when people come to see you? Yeah. at the Whiskey River Tavern on the date that I already moved away from my. My phone. 29th, Sunday after Sunday the 29th. What what can they expect to hear? What are they yeah. seeing? Well, we're, we're sort of in a little bit of a, a shift now. Like, yeah. A lot of my music online has a lot more acoustic and mandolin. And since I moved here, we've shifted to a three-piece. So yeah. we're like a power trio, and it's a little more rock and roll now nice. than folky. It's a lot more of a rock and roll. We mix in a little blues and a little honky-tonk. But uh, it's pretty nasty stuff now. Very nice. Good, good. Now, has music always been your life? or Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I started playing guitar when I was 11, and that was a long, long time Man. ago. So it always has been. Um, there's ebbs and flows, and I've normally had some sort of other job, too. Yeah. Um, only a few times in my life have I just been a musician. But um, it's something that I have to do. It's what, not yeah. an option. One, one, one of the reasons, other than the great coffee and being a great sponsor for the Mile High Show, one of the reasons I wanted Patrick on here is because I, I am a, a ingester of music. I have attempted to learn how to play something on occasion. It just does, I don't have that gene. I have, like you had mentioned, you did the karaoke jockey for a while. There was a time long, long ago where I would occasionally... Uh, to the uh, distress of all involved, go up and sing a song at karaoke. It's horrible. It's, I, it's terrible. But I love live music. Yeah, man. But I do as the as the fan, as the the consumer of it. Patrick has his roots obviously in coffee and in in canine programs. But Patrick, you got some roots in uh, 
in the music industry as well. And I forgot to tell you guys both this. Patrick, I think you remember. I do like to keep this as radio-friendly on language as I can. I forgot to mention that. Okay. And I'm saying that now because, Patrick, I'm going to ask you for some road stories. Now, remember, keep that language clean. <laughs> this, this is going to be some short stories. <laughs> So what are some uh, what are some gigs that uh, stick in your mind? I know you told some of these stories on past episodes, but but you were uh, you spent some time in the van with the bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, 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 Who are you working with? What were you with some record companies? And no, no, these were these were local local Bay Area yeah. bands. Um, the first band I worked with was. Rage of Eden, yeah, and they, they were they were they were just kind of starting out. Um, high school friend of mine was in the band, and he's put it together. And um, Denny's was was always the, the meeting place of, <laughs> of, of, of if you're in a band, if it was after a show, you, you were going to Denny's, and and they were trying to come up with a name for the band, and 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 um, it was it was between Toy Soldier and Rage of Eden, and 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 I I cast the deciding vote. <laughs> yeah, was, I was the honorary Good member choice. of Rage of Eden, um, and what? that was that was '84. And I was I was just a guy that I wanted to get in. I wanted to push amps. That's what I wanted to. You know, it was all I really wanted to do is get in there and. Yeah. You know. You did some playing though, didn't you? Were you play bass I, I, I for a dabbled. while? Yeah. I dabbled. Uh, a little bit on bass guitar. Now, Caleb, you'd mentioned you, you some of your early you playing guitar at an early age, eleven, and then you, you, some of your music, acoustic, and with the mandolin things. Was that with groups or as a solo? Um, yeah, I prefer being in a band. Yeah, always. What's the dynamic though between traveling or doing gigs as a solo performer with a band? Because I know I know like anything else, there's personalities, there's. Um, yeah. Various levels of commitment. There's various goals. It, on the on and and then of course there's splitting the check four ways instead of one way. Yeah. What are the pros and cons of well, both solo and as a as part of a group or a trio? For me, it's just more fun to play yeah. with a band, especially a drummer. Um, it might add more stress or whatever. But yeah. If you find a couple, you know, dedicated people with good attitudes. It's just more fun, you know. Yeah. It, it's something that you feel, you know. It's it's different. And playing solo is cool, but I I think it's just more fun. Yeah. It just feels better to have someone else doing it with you. You remember your first your first gig that you ever played? How old were you? Um, I think I was in eighth grade. Was it like a school dance kind of thing no, or no? We had a band. I I was a I already had a guitar and um. I can't remember how I met these guys because they didn't go to my school. They went to the other high school. Um, I think we met through a mutual friend. Yeah. And they needed a guitar player. They were a drummer and a bassist. And what kind of music were you guys playing? It was. Uh, it was weird because I was. <laughs> I was like a metal guitarist. Yeah. You know, and they were like into punk music, and the singer was like a. He was way older than us. He was this weird. <laughs> <laughs> Weird high school guy who couldn't sing. He was our singer. Did he have a driver's license? Yeah. Was that why he was in the band? He was. He was the driver. Um, but we played at this local place. It was all ages. Yeah. Um, called the Refuge. This was in Wichita Falls, Texas. And blowing up Wichita Falls over here. But um, it was really cool. Um, and yeah. 
it was packed that night, and we what, didn't screw up, you know. What were you guys playing? Covers or? No, we wrote songs. Really? Yeah. High school writing your own in eighth grade. That's cool. Our only cover was um, Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And we did like a sort of metal, sounded like Helmet doing Paint yeah. It Black. And um, yeah, then they kicked me out of the band. They, <laughs> they didn't think I did a very good job, apparently. But um, I ended up hanging out with them way later. And yeah. They're, uh, one of them actually ended up being the drummer for Bowling for Soup. Oh, yeah, They're yeah. from that area, too, actually. Nice. That was weird. Who, that was my who first were you band. Li- at, at 11 years old, first picking up the guitar, who were you listening to? Who, who, were you, who was Caleb trying to be? I really wasn't trying to be anybody. Really? I learned to play by reading Metallica songbooks. Um, yeah? I had an uncle who taught me how to read tablature and gave me my first amplifier. And um, I just learned how to read tabs and started to learn stuff out of magazines and then nice. I bought a couple Metallica song books and then after that um, I got Jimi Hendrix uh, Are You Experienced yeah and then Black Sabbath um, Paranoid and that was it man man I was a guitar player nice nice Patrick yeah what was your last gig weren't you doing with with the music weren't you doing the Drive-in, wasn't it? I thought yeah. that was for a record company, no? Yeah, it was for Slope Records. Slope Records, yeah. that's right. Yeah. You started putting together a little video vlog that you were doing on the road, some uh, stuff? I did. It, yeah? I, did. I, never, I never never, finished that. I, <laughs> I, st- I still have the video, and, and I revisit that. Yeah? There's, I'm, um, there's, I just, I, I had so much stuff. Yeah. On that. Um, the, the live footage never, never came out really good, but that wasn't really... Yeah, you, yeah, but it was. Um, You're kind of documenting the trip itself, yeah, more or less. Get the guys, you know, um, it, it was their first tour, and, and a young band out of uh, uh, Phoenix called the Line Cutters. You know, really, yeah, really hardcore punk band out of, out of Phoenix. Um, great bunch of guys, but I just wanted to get them, uh, and I got some. I got some good stuff. So, it, kind of put it and that was that was their first road trip. Yeah. What What have you and both? It's for both of you. When you're going out and doing a gig, what are what's something that first time touring or first time going out on the road? What's the biggest mistake a musician can do? What's what's gonna wreck that trip, or what have you seen wreck a trip? Oh, to worry to about ask, screwing ask, up. The ask the musician. <laughs> I think uh, to be ready for mistakes is the right mentality. Yeah. To, to worry about stuff is probably the worst mistake you could make. Um, did, did you primarily play mostly local? Like, you've got a lot of local stuff here, or did you hit the highway much? No, we usually just played around Texas. Yeah. And uh, when I lived in Southern California. That's a California, big state, though. So, yeah, <laughs> I know, around man. Texas could be a three-week ra- road trip. That's a lot of driving. Yeah. Uh, but we played mostly in Austin, but occasionally, you know, other yeah. towns. And you spent some time in SoCal? Yeah, I lived in a town called Ramona, which yeah. is outside of San Diego. I was in a band called Griswold out there, and um, had a lot of fun. It was yeah. really cool. Um, but what's what's the worst thing that's happened to you on the road? Oh, Could man. be on stage, <laughs> off stage, I on the a, highway. I had a singer quit the band one time mid show. Mid show. <laughs> mid song. I was gonna say mid. I could see mid tour, but mid song. What do you? <laughs> He just walked off, <laughs> and uh, it was weird. It, I was like, "That's like 
so horrible, man, to do that. Yeah. No one should ever do that. Um, <laughs> but I thought, I just started singing his part. And from that, like, halfway through the song, I was like, oh, shit, I can sing this. <laughs> so I was kind of like, all right, bye. That's you know, funny. Don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably, I remember that was pretty, that was pretty crazy. Worst thing that happened on the road, Patrick? The truck got towed. Were you in it? <laughs> no. That's called no. saving gas. It, man. Was a, it, was a, it was a good show too. Yeah, uh, with band, uh, Cathedral. Was your gear in it? Was the gear in it, or no, this no, was no, no. during the show? We had we had just just finished the loadout. Okay, um, yeah, um, they played a great show. Everybody stoked. The band got paid. They got they got paid. Yeah, and we were thinking, okay, cool. We're, we're you know, on a good night, we make maybe. 10 bucks, 15 bucks. We always got food, but after the show, we're stoked. Great audience response. Yeah. The band is just flying high, and we go out, and the truck had been towed. <laughs> Ouch. So, no. So, where do you, where do you go? How far were you, were you staying was, in the van? This, this was in San Francisco, and the band, the, the thing about this is there, there was uh, the truck and then one other small car. And there was and there was going well. Where, where where's Patrick going to be in this gig? Yeah. So I I was in the back of the truck. I was between the guitar cases and and then the kick drum over here. And then they threw a blanket over me, and and I rode in the back of the pickup truck, <laughs> laying down all the way um, uh, to San Francisco from San Ra- San Rafael. <laughs> and and it was the city tow is notorious. Yeah. You know you've been to the city of they they they. they they will tow your car in if you want your car back. You know, yeah. you're, you're hostage. But um, nobody got paid that night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody I remembered another one. Uh, I bled all over my guitar one time, which is, you know, it's kind of rock and roll. So yeah. I wouldn't call it the worst thing that happened, but. From your fingers? Yeah. We played, uh, it was a South by Southwest yeah. um, week, and we played back to back shows. We might have played three nights in a row. And uh, for some reason, I had formed this crazy blister on the end of my finger. And uh, the next night, we had another show. And halfway through a song, my bassist is like, dude! He just said, dude! And I looked down, and I had a white pick guard on my guitar, and there was just blood everywhere. <laughs> what's, that, what's that line from the Stones? Uh, 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 Stick a knife in my heart and bled all over the stage. <laughs> yep. Man, that's dedication. Did you guys get extra tips in the tip jar that night? No. <laughs> just some cool pictures. <laughs> Man. Anything else you want to hit? I think we're good. We're plugging your shows, learning a little bit about you. Um, what's on? So what's what's next for you guys? Uh, you got this one video. Oh, let us. Julian. What's Julian's last name? He's the one that introduced us. Grateful Electronics. I think that's how you find him. Okay, on, uh, great. On YouTube, I'll put a link. And he did some filming for you. Yeah. You got what? What? What's next? You guys hoping to get into a studio and do some record more recording or yeah, concentrating on the live the song. gig? Oh, yeah. nice. We just finished a new song. It's being mastered right now. But um, what we're gonna do? Hopefully. In a couple months, we'll have a six-song album pressed nice. on pressed on vinyl. Nice, Start More vinyl. Selling that at shows. Good deal. And then where again? Where can folks listen to you online now? You on Spotify? Yep, all over, all streaming services. Look for all she wrote, and um, all our videos are are on YouTube. And your uh, your main 
interaction digitally with folks. Facebook page is that yep. the best way? Yeah. All she wrote on on Facebook. Yes. Very sir. good. Run those dates again, starting with uh, I think the first one was this. Uh, Yep. This uh, Sunday? Sunday, January 29th. Right downstairs from where we are at the Whiskey, Whiskey River, River Tavern. Yep, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then I'm here at the Attic, Friday, March 3rd, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then the Grand Highland Hotel, Saturday, March 18th, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then Elks Theater, Crystal Ballroom, April 7th. Perfect. Hey, I want to plug again. We've got... Crystal Ballroom on uh, February 25th with Ron Morey. Uh, this Saturday, depending on when you're listening to this, the 28th with Bruce Jingles. And then I want to get, I met with him earlier, Road One South, great local blues band. They play here. They're playing downstairs coming up. Uh, oh, you know what? They're downstairs Friday. Sweet. They're downstairs Friday. Road One South, great blues band, Dwight to Evelyn, Ofer. Uh, I've heard of them. So, yeah, they're, they're real good. They, they do a lot of shows at the Elks as well. Cool. Um, they have a show March 17th, uh, Friday night, March 17th, at the Crystal Ballroom. That's what we were planning through today when I met with Dwight. St. Patty's Day. Yeah. I'm hosting okay. that show for them. We're going to be doing some, uh, it's not just music. We're going to be doing some, uh, some little interviews and some uh, giveaways. I'm going to do a, do, the, do a little intro set for them. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, March 17th at the Crystal Ballroom. And you guys are there April what? April 7th. April 7th. Of course, uh, let's run through them again. The Attic Press Kit on Facebook for the Attic Blood Money Collective Uh Shaw Squared, January 27th. Wheelhouse, January 28th. Pig Iron, February 3rd. Dennis Herrera, man, that guy is great. On February 4th, the Poetry Slam on the 8th. Moms and Mimosas throughout. They're doing that. Patrick, plug away. Where can folks not just order your coffee? Where can they find you online? Where can they find you in person over at the Peavine? And uh, a little bit more about what Bully Dog is. BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com is our main page there. We've got, um, of course, we've got our shop there. A little bit about us uh, and and, and the the mission, which is, um, of course, always been... uh, uh, Supporting Pitbull Rescue, Pitbull Advocacy, and just, you know, really um, wanting to do more for the animal community here. Um, we are also in the Peavine. Thank you, B. Um, she's on, was it 400 Butterfield? And she, look sure. Them up. Look about. Yeah. Look about. <laughs> she's uh, behind Chase she, Bank. It's she know. Everybody Chase knows Bank. Chase Bank. Um, uh, really great, great place. We've got our coffee in there, and... Um, uh, you know, walking in there, you, you know, you get all the smells of the, the, the candles and the, and, and the four things. When I went in, I, I, was, I was smelling my coffee on the way out. Nice. So um, hopefully that, that goes well there. I just really appreciate, you know, you know, doing this on a local level and finding the support that B does for all the, the, the local craft crafts, here. Crafts folks, it's artists, a, small businesses. It's a really cool shop. She's got a real good diversity in that room, yeah. so it's pretty cool. Go check yeah. it out. Do a walk through the Peavine. Yeah, and we hope to be doing, um, you know, I say the big big thing is uh, fundraising. We've had great success on that before, working with rescues. And another thing that we're looking forward to doing is, with our new roaster, is its portability. So we would be able to show up at a local shelter or an event and um you know with the blessing of the health department and 
And uh, they've actually been pretty awesome to, 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 to nice. us as far as a cottage business. I've never had a better experience. Uh, very good. Thank you, Jose. Um, but to be there and provide that fresh roasted coffee, bam, right there at, at the events. And um, really making people fall in love with coffee all over again. Nice. Hey, one more, one more plug before we get out of here. It's uh, another meeting I had the other day. Uh, you guys all know in this area, Gabby's, Gabby's Grill, Gra- Gabby's yes. Breakfast in Chino, Gabby's Grill in Prescott Valley, Gabriella's, the Italian place they have in Prescott Valley. They are opening in February right in Chino. They're going to be open uh, Tuesday through Sunday, Wednesday through Sunday. I forget, but they are open on the, through the weekend, through Sunday. I believe it's Wednesday through Sunday. They're going to be opening in in, uh, in February. Jim Cabral, Kitchens, Inc., but it's a locally owned. The, Kitchens, Inc. is a local business. Uh, Jim Cabral, good buddy of mine. Uh, great breakfast at Gabby's in Chino at the Roundabout, Prescott Valley with Gabby's Grill right near Harkins Theater. That's good food. More of a um, bar and grill type place. Well, Gabby's Rustic Eats is going to be opening in the old bonfire location in Chino okay. Valley. It's going to be a steakhouse, hometown cooking, meatloaf, you know, casual family fair. Gotcha. But I'm helping them out with some decorations inside with my photo work and uh, Cheyenne Ray Photography. Cheyenne, good friend of mine, she'll be supplying some in there too. But they have that beautiful patio area that bonfire never utilized. And I'm saying this on recording now because I haven't locked it in with Jim. But when I say it and it's recorded, he kind of has to go along with it. We're going to start doing some live shows, live podcast recordings out in that patio come spring and summer. We've done them at at Gabby's Grill in their patio. We've done them at the, uh, well, Big Daddy E's, which is now up in Smoke Barbecue. We had some, we packed that place out. We had over 100 people out there for in that little patio on there for a couple of shows at Big Daddy's. But so we mix it in kind of basically talk show format. We have a little live music. We have a little comedy, some interviews, live audience interaction. Nice. And I'm putting this out there, Jim, because I haven't locked it in with you yet. But now that I've said it and it's recorded, we have to do it. So look forward to Gabby's Rustic Eats and the Mile High Show out in the patio. And who knows? Maybe we'll have some Bully Dog coffee out there to give away and to drink. And uh, maybe some musicians to play along with us, like All She Wrote, or or other heard of those guys. other local music folks out there. We've got some live shows coming up that we're planning in the planning stages, and uh, you'll hear more about that. MileHighShow.com. Follow us on all social medias at the Mile High Show, and uh, get out there, experience some live music. Get get your fill of all she wrote. That's the music you're hearing on the intro and the outro of this show. Caleb, Patrick, thanks a bunch. Appreciate you Thank sitting you. down with us. Thank you. Thank you to the folks at the attic for letting us take over.